0: Stories of the human spirit, candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The law of action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action, overcome challenges,
1: create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your
0: host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actus.
2: Welcome to the show, Action Takers. We are live on Clubhouse. Oh yeah, we have an audience, and we are so excited that you are here today. Today's guest is a woman who lives a life of inspired action. Oh man, she is incredible. I'm not even. I'll tell you a little bit about her. She's a relationship and mindset specialist working to help people like you and me get unstuck and overcome those mindset roadblocks in both our personal and professional life. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my humble pleasure to welcome Elizabeth King.
1: Hello, hello, everyone. So excited to be here today. This is going to be amazing.
2: It is. I'm so glad you're here. All right. So there's a little bit more to you than just what I read. So absolutely. tell me a little bit more. You're in Canada. So the wonders of modern technology, yeah. you're in Canada and just tell us a little bit more about you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think so many people get into the, the mindset and the relationship kind of coaching space is because they've gone through so much themselves, right? People want to help other people, right? Because we, we hurt because we've gone through these things and we we want to help other people go through those things right and so that that's where my background really specializes in and i've gone through the traumas i've gone through the pains and, and the suffering and and i want to help other people to not suffer to not to not go through those traumas or when they go through those traumas to understand the beauty behind them and, and how they can they can still move on with their life and take that inspired action that, that we are all meant to do with our lives.
2: Well, you had me at an inspired action because I say that every single solitary day. And I know that your interpretation of inspired action is a little different than my interpretation, but not really, because we all say, decide, plan, and act, and take action. And mm-hmm. then... Now, and I just kind of morphed even before I met you, is I had the philosophy, and I think we have the same, same philosophy, is that decide, plan, act, and then they just like threw a bunch of stuff on the wall and saw what sticked. Now what I say is decide, plan, act, and take inspired action.
1: Yes. Yes, I, I love that, right? Because there's a difference between just taking action and taking inspired action right there's so many people that they just go through the motions right i myself i thought my life and career was supposed to be in nursing right like growing up i was always in that i want to help people and so i thought the traditional way of helping people was to become a nurse right and work in a hospital or wherever it may be right and so i, th- I thought that was a traditional life because as as kids we grow up we we understand the traditional job roles right they don't tell us growing up that hey you could actually become a a business owner an entrepreneur at least they, they don't tell me they didn't tell me that when i was growing up right i had no one no one in my circle of influence that was in those kind of roles right you don't even think that when you go to a restaurant someone owns that right you don't even think when you go places that someone owns this building right you just think of the workers actually working there right you think of a waitress or you think of uh, the server or you think about the 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 health professional right and so there's i think there's a, a big difference between just taking the action and i was i was taking the action because i i thought i was inspired by by the traditional life role of, of being a nurse and, and having that career but when i actually dived into that career path right and started my university journey i'm like I'm actually not inspired to, to be in this role, right? And so many others that I spoke to were also not inspired to be in that role. They were just taking action because they thought that's what they needed, right? They, they wanted the job security or, or they, they were pleasing other people in their lives, right? A lot of people, their parents want the best for them, right? And so their parents want to, to push this idea on them to to do a certain type of career because, oh, that's going to have a great life. Yeah. But and having having a great life is actually doing what you actually love, right? Not just the, the job security.
2: Absolutely. And it's interesting because you had me look back at my life and I have always been entrepreneurial. Like ever since I was a little kid – and that goes all the way back to my dad, who was an insurance agent who had his own insurance agency. And I knew that he didn't have a job. I knew that he was the boss. Mm. And so I always looked at companies and I always saw the boss. I always wanted to talk to the boss when we went to the pizza restaurant. And I always wanted to talk to the manager. I remember even going to a restaurant, or not a restaurant, but a, a drugstore that sold ice cream called Thrifties. And I used to always want to talk to the manager. So even as young as five, six, seven, eight, I knew about bosses and and having employees because it was explained to me a long time. So I never really thought that there would be a possibility of someone not thinking that. So it's fascinating to me that you just said that. And I'm like, wow, because my daughter is very entrepreneurial and I've been entrepreneurial for my whole life. And so she's been around it. So it's very interesting how just little conversations in our world have such an impact, like just not you not knowing that there were bosses in that time. So were your parents were your parents uh, employees or were they were they entrepreneurs? I would imagine they were employees.
1: Yes, my, my parents were the very traditional like uh, employees, like a normal career path, right?
2: Yeah. So because you're solid entrepreneur, and it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing how you know there's a point in our life where we just become our own person Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's early and sometimes it's a lot later in our life Mm -hmm. and it's amazing that we get to do and i'm speaking of you and i what we love that we probably do and not even charge anybody for but we won't tell anybody (laughs) that because we got bills to pay you know it's amazing i mean i woke up today and I got your message, and I'm I'm so humbled and honored of all the incredible people that are in my life. Like, I actually, I just said it a lot, I go, wow, this is my life.
1: Yes. No, I couldn't agree more.
2: It, it's so powerful. It's so impactful to be someone who makes a difference in people's lives, and that's something that you do. So... How does that feel to you now you're you're living your life for Elizabeth? How does that make you feel that now you're in your zone, you're in your lane and you're transforming people's lives to inspired action?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, it's it's like this like warm fuzzy feeling. Even when it's hard, you then you get those you then you get those feedback of oh, like, thank you so much. Right. I, I just got, I, I woke up to this message of someone that I've, I've never spoken to. I've never connected with yet. She just saw my social media and she's like, oh, I, I love your page. I love your content. This is going to help me in my relationship and I'm going to save, I'm going to work on myself. And I'm like, wow. Right. Look at, look at the impact that we're making. And, and, and it's so amazing. Even the, even the people that they're not even like a, a follower, like they're not, they're not even actively following your page, but they they see what you're doing and how you're presenting yourself in that in the in the world, right? Because I I went to a party back when um, we could actually have parties. When there were
2: parties back in yeah. back in back in the olden days. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's a that's a whole nother show. But you went to a party, okay? You went to a party, yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah, a few years ago, I these people came up to me at, at my friend's birthday party. And they're like, oh, I've seen you on social media, and I, I saw like your videos, and I'm like, I don't even know who these people are, right? They just they just came up to me and and tell and told me how how great the the content I, I've been putting out there was and they're just they just have to be mutual friends of people, right? And so because they're because I have mutual friends with them, they've seen my content. And I'm like, I also like to remind myself of those times, especially when it gets difficult, right? because it this isn't entrepreneurship, any, any kind of lifestyle isn't easy breezy all the time. Right. But yeah. when you have those, when you have that feedback and, and you can remind yourself of it. And, and I like to keep like a, a folder to, to be inspired again, right? That, that, Hey, I'm actually making a difference. And, and we can, I, and the more I can make a difference in someone else's life, the, the ripple effect that it has on other people's lives, right? If I can help you, you can help other people, right? If I can help you, maybe you help up 10 other people, and it just goes on and on from there, right?
2: Absolutely. It's it's a domino effect. It's it's the ripple effect because I can't impact everybody. However, mm-hmm. if I'm able to impact you in some way and you're all the way in Canada, it now added the ripple effect around the world. And it's it's truly humbling to do what we do. Mm-hmm. It's truly humbling to make a living at what we do and it's truly humbling to be a catalyst for change and transformation in people's lives absolutely okay so you're all about healing thoughts and the relationship with yourself and others so tell me more about that
1: so i like to go to the real the real deep stuff i like to call it right the stuff that that isn't in the mainstream, right? The stuff that people are, are a little uncomfortable if if they're not, they haven't tried all the other stuff, right? My, my ideal clientele, they've usually tried the other stuff, like the meditation, the other things. And, and it helps a little bit, but it's not getting to the deep core root of the problem, right? They still, that, and that's how it worked for me, right? I was doing all the personal development stuff. I was, I was, I was working through things, but, there was still this underlying feeling that there, there's something like stuck. I can't, I can't get to that next level that I know I can get to, right? And so that that's where my training comes in, where where my work comes in. That we we actually I, I like to call it a, a life audit, where we go through the the areas of your life of where that we can improve them, right? Where can we have the exponential growth? And sometimes people don't even realize that. Their personal life, especially their their they're, they're business, and they're an entrepreneur. Their personal life is impacting their their action in their business, right? If you oh, yeah. if you if you don't have an amazing relationship with your partner, and you go home to your partner every day after after leaving your business, right? Or even if you're working from home right now, which a lot of people are. So the, the divorce rates, everyone is is higher stress and anxiety right now during this time, and, and depression's increasing because they haven't dealt with being alone right they haven't found that love for for themselves to be alone
2: absolutely or
1: or they don't have the proper tools of of handling right they, they don't have the the best foundation for their relationships so now that they're around each other all the time that it's like oh you're in my space all the time right they, they don't have the, they don't have the proper tools and foundation in order to to how to work with that right and so in it, it goes even further deeper of have, have you lost people and and are you are you still grieving from that right we see so many people that that they're they're still mourning over deaths that happened years ago right and how is that holding you back from from having that amazing incredible life right there's so many even the things that we don't even realize like i I realize with with all my my personal development work that a, a traumatic Situation that happened when I was five years old has literally changed the course of my life. And I, I'm oh, yeah. love it. I'm grateful for it, right? Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't change anything, but working through that, like I show up in my relationships differently because of that. I've, I emphasize relationships, right? And it's not just the romantic between you and a partner, right? It's if you're single, if, if you have family members, if you have friends, right? It's how you show up in those different situations. And, and how we think about ourselves and what we've gone through, the experiences and the traumas and the pains that we've had impacts all of those.
2: So what are some things that I can do in my life to overcome that and to live an inspired life?
1: So the best thing that I recommend to everyone, because it's what, it's what propelled me to even start to recognize these things, is not only is to to recognize more about yourself, but what you're doing and how you're showing up and how you're feeling about those things, right? So there's two big things that I highly recommend without obviously hiring me. <laughs> but the two things that you can do on your own is one, daily self-reflection, introspection, journaling, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. Yes. And the second thing I highly recommend is tracking your emotions and tracking your like what you're physically doing and how you feel about that right because i can go on and on about this but it's so impactful to to actually recognize that hey am i am i did i just read a stressful email and then am i going to go to the grocery store and and be mad and, and be upset and be rushed right making those connections and linking them game changer right i used i used to be a heavy drinker i used to be a a shopaholic i used to be addicted to to many things i i I have several speeding tickets because my way of releasing my stress was to speed right oh wow and yeah and so and i that was that was the biggest thing right my my insurance is, is um ridiculously high because of those tickets right and, and even after getting those tickets i was re- i was really resistant to changing but i wasn't showing up i wasn't taking that inspired action of of changing those habits because i i thought this is i i had that story in my mind of saying hey this is what i need to do in order to release my stress right and so but i, I had to reframe my mindset around those things to say that no I, I actually don't need to to speed i don't need to to do these things right i don't need to have those those quote-unquote bad behaviors i don't need to to make the excuses i I don't need to to drink excessively right all
2: right so so, tell me more tell me more about this emotions journal how is it how do i do this i got my paper in front of me so how how does this work so what am i supposed to do tell me how i do this So, so um i'm in a really great mood i woke up this morning so Today's the first day of Life Transformation Radio, which I'm pretty excited about. So that's a thrill. And I just jumped out of bed. Um, I did my miracle morning and so I got all in space. Now I'm on with my dear friend Elizabeth in the Living the Law of Action show. I have incredible friends that are here supporting us in the room in Clubhouse. So do I write woohoo and then what it, <laughs> and then I'm smiling or what do I do?
1: So I like to go a little bit deeper, right? Because we're Rory, I love it level where we're recognizing these things right okay so, so what i like to do is i like to track what i'm doing so not only so the the action and the feeling behind it right podcast so like
2: to, okay so podcast <laughs> yeah. and then i write happy excited yeah uh freaking jumping for joy
1: i love it yeah whatever whatever the emotion is is attached between it right and so you want to, I like to set a timer for approximately every thirty minutes to an hour. That a timer goes off on my phone and then I I use a I have a, a tool that I, I give out to my to my clients and to for free that people can can plug in what they did in that last thirty minutes. So there it's fifteen time fifteen minute time blocks, wow. right? So you track down what you did every fifteen minutes and how you feel, right? Because our emotions can change so quickly, especially um, especially when you deal with with mental health problems and, and you that your, your mindset, right we have so much going on that you in 15 minutes you could have done 10 things and that and that if you don't recognize you did those ten things and that one thing triggered you, and now and now the rest of your day, you're stressed out, you're, you, you feel like this this anxiety and this heaviness, right? And so when you, when you can go back and look at those things, right. Cause that's why, that's why you think these two things go hand to hand, right? Not only are you tracking your day of what you're doing and how you're feeling about those tasks, then at the end of the day, I, I like to do it at the end of the day, you go in and you self reflect on how those things went, how you can improve for the next day. I also like to do it as, um, in the third person as my own best friend.
2: Ooh, so ooh I like fast, that. Okay. Fast,
1: yeah. Yeah, because I got this idea a long time ago. I've been doing this for years and years and years now. But, um, i i was a I was a very angry and, and and not the nicest person <laughs> back in the day. Aww. So, yes, yeah, so I, I can't
2: believe lot, I but, can't believe that. I I just I I I just have a hard time believing that. I'm not calling you a liar, but I just have a hard time believing that. And I know that if you were that way, um, there was something that probably got you really upset. So I would imagine it would go all the way back to something in your childhood. Would that be fairly accurate?
1: Oh, absolutely. That's why I said, right. Exactly. Like my trauma, in my childhood made, made me who I was. Right. And because I wasn't dealing with that stuff yet, I, I was showing up in that angry, stressed out, anxious all the time mood. Right. So, so back then I, I didn't have many friends. And so I was saying to myself, like, "Oh, I don't have any friends, and I wish someone would give me advice of, of what to do." And and so I decided to turn around and said, "Well, I could try to give myself advice of what to do, right?" Yeah. And so i, I started to I started to write, and I still do it to this day. It's been it's been uh, several years now. To still to this day, I say, "Dear Elizabeth, you <laughs> you did." X, Y, Z today. That's amazing. <laughs> today, today you didn't do this so well. How can we improve for that, right? I'm talking as I'm my own best friend and as, a, as I'm my own cheerleader, right? And it's also recognizing like the small wins, right? Because so many people, they brush past those. Oh, and I like to emphasize yeah. those, right? Because yeah. that, the, the small ones are only going to compound to even bigger wins,
2: yeah, a lot of people say, miss their life. They just don't mm-hmm. you know so one of the things that I'm an ordained minister and I marry people, and the one thing that I always put in my ceremony is I would say, you know, um, Steve, Kathy, take a moment and just breathe. Take a moment and just be. Really breathe in this moment. This moment will never be experienced again. And I'm about to pronounce you husband and wife. And I want you to feel to your core this moment. And we just stop for a moment. And I've never, of everything that I do for their wedding, that is the one thing that people say, wow, everything was moving so fast. And you like slowed down time. So where we were very present. I mean, we were here and we were excited and nervous, but you got us so grounded and so centered that we remembered that moment. And we'll never forget that moment because we embedded it into our our core, our being. And people tend to go through life and they don't relish, um, you know, in podcasting. Someone was in the room the other day and they're talking about, hey, uh, we just hit 125 shows and then we, and i'm like we'll stop it's really important to relish in the big wins mm-hmm. and celebrate the little wins and that goes to gratitude so do you i believe in gratitude so every night before i go to bed i give gratitude for one being alive and for all the blessings mm-hmm. that i have in my life and every time i wake up and i'm so thankful to wake up because I really am on borrowed time and I shouldn't be here. I've had a couple of near death experiences, and so that's the one thing that I always do is give the gratitude of of being alive. How important is gratitude in your life?
1: Oh, it's it's transformational and it's exceptional, right? It's especially getting through the hard times. And and why I recommend not only the reflection, but tracking what you're doing in the emotions is because tracking also lets you to be present and actually being in, in recognizing what you did right because think about it, if you don't if you don't have to go back and track what you did you you could have your mind could have wandered elsewhere even though like, if you're writing an email but your mind is thinking about what you're going to cook for supper or, or that tough conversation that you're going to have later on during the day right and so but when you actually have to remember what you just did, you're going to be more present in the moment and be more focused. Right. And also that goes hand in hand with, with gratitude, right. When, when we're present, right. When we have, when we practice that, that mindfulness meditation of being present in our day-to-day tasks, right. We also can be more grateful for those tasks. Right. Yeah.
2: Mindfulness is so powerful. Mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So do you have a process for your mindfulness?
1: So my mindfulness journey started off actually in university. A, a professor, um, every class, she she brought us through mindfulness meditation. And so I like the two words for me go hand in hand. Right? I'm not. We're not sitting there going um. We're we're sitting there and, and focusing on our breath and being present in the moment. And oh, so that's yeah. where where my journey started off with, and and I've can I've continued on, and and I schedule out. That's also why. I like the tracking because then you can you know that hey do I do I do better at reflecting in the morning or do I re- do better at reflecting in the night right because when you track what you do you can see patterns of of when these things are good to show up for you right is my meditation better in the morning or is my meditation better in the in the evening or is it better in the middle of the day right and you find you also figure out what works best for you by just reviewing what you've already done. And also, the gratitude, I, I don't want to forget this This piece, is that especially when we're going through those more difficult times, because they're always going to show up, right? Uh, yeah. The, life are. isn't easy, beautiful, right? Not It's it's all those things, but it's not just those things, right? So there, all those tough times, gratitude is what always brings me back. To, to why this life is so incredible, why that even with the difficult shit, it's still beautiful. Absolutely. Right? Even through the pain, we can find the love, we can find the silver lining, the blessings, right? And gratitude allows us to to recognize those things, right? They actually, there's studies proven that to reduce depression and anxiety is by being present and by writing out what you're grateful for every single day. They say start with five five things that you're grateful for every single day and and go from there.
2: I've been doing gratitude for a long time and the life that I lead and live is beyond my wildest dreams. And I know, I know that's one of the main reasons because my mind is really straight. I am so, even when this pandemic hit, you know, and everything seemed like it was just going crazy, you know, Dogs and cats living together, you know, pandemonium craziness. People were, you know, thinking it was the end of the world. And we didn't know what was going on. We had all this crazy information going on. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that really kept me focused and, and okay was I talked to my daughter every day and I have an amazing wife, Tanya. And I'm like, look, if we lose everything, we're okay because we have each other and our friends did the same thing. We're like, look, no matter what happens, we're all here. We set up systems and stuff. So depending upon how bad we thought the world was going to get with all the crazy information going out there, we knew that whatever was going to go down, we had each other. And, and, and that gratefulness of that kept me smiling. Like, I I look back at some of the videos that I did at the very beginning of this thing, and I'm like, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. I know this is difficult now. We're going to get through this. I mean, it's kind of like divorce or a relationship. It's the end of the world. It is. I mean, it's it's a transition in your life, and it's what was. And Mm -hmm. you get through this. I have a lot of friends in my life that are going through really bad stuff. They're all getting divorced. Mainly because they discovered that their spouse um, was absolutely the wrong person to be their spouse because they were with them 24 hours a day due to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get through this, and having gratitude of the little things, like not little things, but the 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 things you should be grateful for, like I'm breathing, I'm alive. There are people in my life that care for me. You know, people say gratitude and they they think it's, oh, I'm so grateful that I have my my new boat or my new car or my movie theater or, you know, whatever stupid stuff, and I mean stuff, that's in their life, they think that's what they're grateful for. And Mm -hmm. if you have a near-death experience or, in your case, you a traumatic childhood, you're grateful for not being in that environment. It's as simple as that. And that's, that's a way to empower yourself and to to live a life of inspired action. Exactly. All right. Go ahead.
1: Just to go one step further, right? As to anyone who's listening, even when you don't feel like you have those people around you who care about you, who love you, right? It's even just... Recognizing, right? Because we have to remember that I I got into the whole gratitude space because of of depression, anxiety, right? And, and recognizing that I I felt all those things, right? I didn't feel like I had people who loved me and cared for me in my life, and so but recognizing that, hey, I have I have a warm place to sleep at night. I have a, I have food in my fridge. I I have clothes on my back. I have all my limbs. I have my sight. I have my I can speak, right? Even just the simplest things sometimes are, are so beneficial to to remind ourselves of all that we do have. And then we can start recognizing those other things, right? How are those other people showing up for us, right? Are, are they loving us in ways that we just don't recognize right now? Are they showing up in ways that maybe doesn't feel like that we they care for us, but they're, they're caring for us in their, in their love language, right And so when we can be grateful for the, the simple things and, and recognizing those are, it helps our mind to expand more to the other things in our life that we can be grateful for.
2: Absolutely. And the other thing is is you don't owe anybody anything, meaning mm-hmm. that you don't have to be a friend. A lover, a husband, or a parent—and I say the parent part. People always jump on me about the parent part. But look, if you have kids and they're eighteen years old, you can love them till the end of the world. The ends of the world. I mean, you can do any. You can love them because they're yours. You don't have to like them. And what happens is people don't realize that they have a right to be happy. You have a right to be happy, to live an inspired life, to have a happily ever after. And at any moment, your life can change. And we all discovered that during this pandemic. The whole world stopped. You know, other people have had near-death experiences, including myself, where the whole world stopped. And you don't want to die with regret. So if you're around people that are not empowering you, that are not Lighting you up, it's okay to not have them in your life. You can still love them, but you don't have to like them. And you are the people that you hang out with. The five most people, the people that you five most hang out with is who you are. And if your life is not where it's supposed to be, look at the people around you. Are they motivated? Are they mindful? Are they gracious for what's in their life? Are they action takers? It's very difficult to live in an environment like that. And you deserve your happily ever after. And you can overcome. Look at Elizabeth. Terrible childhood. And now, successful entrepreneur. Loving, giving, passionate. Extremely generous action taker.
1: Absolutely. And and one thing I, I love to add to that is especially when you just said you don't you don't have you can love them, but you don't have to like them. Absolutely. That it's also it's also so beneficial that I see so many people that, oh, I've cut this person, that person out of their lives, but they still look at that as a negative situation, right? And if you, if you still believe that's a negative situation, you don't actually, you're not that part, part where you still love them, right? We, we can still love the people that aren't beneficial to our lives and we can still recognize how, I, I love to recognize that how, if someone comes into your life and, and it's, it's not a, a joyous experience, it's more of a, a toxic negative experience, how has that fueled you? to to get out of that relationship or get out of that friendship, wherever it may be, in order to empower yourself, right? All those all those negative experiences that we have are serving us to to become the individual that we're meant to be, right? I say we, everything in life happens for a reason. Oh it and does. Every person. Yeah. And every person comes into our life for a reason and, and loving that experience and, and being grateful for those people and those experiences is, is where the, the healing comes in, right? Getting back to not only healing yourself, but healing the other relationships in your life is because when you're not carrying that burden with you of, oh, that was that was a negative experience and and I I can forgive them, right? But that's not the love. The love is this this feeling that I, I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for the situation and I love them for it but I don't need them in my life. Right. Yeah. And so that, that's where I want to expand a little more on.
2: Well, I'm spy. I'm smiling at the moment because Tyler Perry, you know who Tyler Perry is actor, yes. black actor. He's a uh, Medea, Medea, Medea. Yeah. You know, Medea okay. So <laughs> I, I want you to check this out. It's great. Oh my God. I'm going to post this in the show notes as well. Um, It's called let it go. Um, It's a tree. So she talks about letting people go, like just cut them off, let them go. And she talks about relationships as a tree and the root and the branches. And it's just amazing. I definitely am going to share that. I'm going to go find that. I'm going to share that on Instagram today because it's so impactful. You deserve to be happy. And I like what you said is they're in your life for a reason and you're growing from them. However, you don't need to be the martyr And have them in your life to have the crappy life. Mm -hmm. Like you deserve better. You deserve the happily ever after. And with action comes a result. With inaction comes a result. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And if you're keeping people in your life that shouldn't be in your life, that's an inaction. And there's a consequence. Exactly. Elizabeth, you are truly remarkable and truly amazing and and so so loving and so giving and so caring. And I am so glad to have crossed your path, become your friend, and have you on the Living the Law of Action show. Now, I know the best way to reach you is by Instagram. Yes. What is your at sign? My at sign is
1: Coach Elizabeth King. And emphasize on the elizabeth part because my name is spelled differently than most elizabeths it's spelled with an s it is l-i-s-a-b-e-t-h coach elizabeth king absolutely
2: (laughs) well we have some questions and i want to bring them to the audience um let's see welcome samara
0: Hello. Good morning, everybody. Um, I hope you can hear me. I'm wearing a mask. Um, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. I I adored you, but didn't fully know you until this interview um, now, I think you're tracking my f- cell phone because you pretty much know everything going on in my life just from this conversation. <laughs> it, you were so experienced and you've been through so much and I, everything you just said resonated with me more than you know. And I was driving my kids in the car and they have been listening um, and they were really taking to the tracking, the emotion tracking. Ava's like, I'm listening. And um, there was a lot of agreement going on there. So... Um, it's really amazing to hear from you and and hear more about you. I'm a believer. I think you're amazing. Um, my question, go ahead, and Gavin. I apologize. He's getting it. my son. He's 17 on the autism spectrum. Is getting his learner's permit right now. He passed his test. Very exciting. Wow. I think Elizabeth. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. No, wait,
2: wait a second. There's another example that was perfect, Samara. Of like, yeah, I just hit 125 <laughs> episodes. Yeah, my 17 yeah. year old son, who's on the autism spectrum, just got his learning permit to drive. That's freaking huge. <laughs> it those is. are Everybody's
0: the those Arizona, though. <laughs> those are
2: the things that people don't celebrate. Those are wins in your life. You get to be the proud mom. That's a celebration. So, really relish in our gifts. That's That's what life's all about. The gifts of breathing and feeling and wins like that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And even like entrepreneurship and where it starts and comes from, I'm even just listening to you guys. I'm thinking, my dad is an attorney. He had his own firm. He's an entrepreneur. My mom started several businesses um, including conferences for people with near death experiences and she's an entrepreneur and I'm an entrepreneur. So that must be where I get it from. Yeah. Um, it's that, you know, what you either take what your parents teach you and you go along with it. If you, if you l- enjoy and like what they're doing or you do what they they tell you to do regardless. I mean, it's, it's just, it has everybody thinking. Um, and I have a program, uh, which is called the Cam project kid action makers and Elizabeth you are perfect just from having my kids listen to you for the first time in the car. I'm realizing that you are perfect to help people of all ages. And I think that coaches are always targeting adults. But the kids need help. Yeah. They need this mentorship and coaching. Yes.
2: Well, as a no, member he- of the board of directors for the cam project, uh, I nominate Elizabeth to be actively involved in the cam project because she will help transform so many kids and teens lives so all those in favor (laughs) all right there you go it's official the crowd has spoken so there you go elizabeth
0: I do have one question before I go into the, um, the motor vehicle division, (laughs) um, is how I start gratitude journaling and I start health calendars and I start all the things that even since Oprah started the trend, but I don't continue it. There's a time where I'm just like, it's too busy. I'm not doing it. So how do you keep people going? How do you continue it further than weeks or a month or, you know, so that's my question.
1: I love, I love this question, Samara. Thank you so much for asking. Because we all get busy, right? Our priorities change, our schedules change, things in our lives change, right? And when we recognize and we make it our priority and we're fully ingrained in our why, but not only that, this is, um, I, I read a lot, a- avid reader, avid learner, always want to expand my knowledge and grow, right? Is the two-minute rule. The two-minute rule comes from the book Atomic Habits, and it's ingraining the behavior even if you have two minutes. Right? We all have two minutes, even if it's two minutes at the end of the day before your eyes close and hit the 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 bed. Right? The pillow. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Right? It's two minutes, and so I say, right? The daily reflection, the daily tracking. It takes time, right? And and I haven't been doing it consistently every single day since I started it, but because of that two-minute rule, I, I have, and I've ingrained the habit, and even when I have zero time, and I, I've told myself, I'm, I, I don't have time to do it today, I, I give myself that two minutes, and I, I just start writing, right? And sometimes that two minutes turns into 20, and sometimes that two minutes turns into two minutes, right? but at least i've ingrained the behavior to get to a point where i'm still consistently doing it even if it's just 2 minutes right so that that's my recommendation is that hey you don't you don't have to do it for 20 minutes you don't have to do it for 15 minutes do it for 2 minutes and and even if it's only 2 minutes at least you you still did it it's still you're you're building up that habit right because good habits are just are just muscles, right? We're just building up those good habit muscles, just like I like to say our good thoughts and our good mentality, our good mindset. It's just a muscle. We're working out our brains in the, in the mindset gym, right? And so that those two minutes are, are working out our good habits and ingraining those behaviors that we actually want to input into our lives.
2: Love it. All right, Marissa, you have a question?
1: Yes, I do. Thank you for being here.
0: And I am loving everything that both of you are speaking of. So, Elizabeth, my question is, what are some of the mindset tools and inspired actions that you took from going from employee to entrepreneur?
1: So I say this because it's true to my being social media changed my life because i use social media as a tool to help my my mental health to help my awareness to help my personal development right i i go in to social media with the intention of learning these things and building my network because i became went from employee to entrepreneurship because of social media because i got around certain people who who were living the lifestyle i want and i recognized how they were doing it right so i started to, I, I'm, I'm a very analytical person i like to analyze things i like to do the research right uh, that's why i love to learn so much because i i, I learned from looking at other people's lives of how how they're doing it right but i also want to say that even though I had the the employee mentality beforehand. There was, and even though entrepreneurship didn't really show up beforehand in my life, leadership did, and that's why that's why I'm a coach. Right, is to help lead people to that inspired life. Right, and leadership has always shown up in my life. And going back to the youngest years possible, right, I was always helping people and, and helping them improve and, and and taking that leadership role to to help guide people and, and take them on their journey whatever it may be right and so you have to recognize that even though i thought and i was and i was told through my whole life right you will, we also have to recognize that there's different voices and there's different voices of influence in our lives right so I was also influenced heavily by my parents that I should have a better life than they do. And by and having a better life than they do means having a better job, right? Doesn't mean having a business, doesn't mean having being an entrepreneur. And to them, it meant having a better job. And being a nurse was a better job than what, what they had, right? And so, but I always had in that back of my head that I'm different, right? why why don't i fit in with these people why don't i fit in with with my my friends or or the people i meet right i always just felt so different and when i got around people who were entrepreneurs who were business owners who who were having that lifestyle i'm like oh this is who i am right i didn't fit in with those other people because we we just were having different mindsets right we were just on on different planes and when i started getting around those people and recognizing this is actually where i belong this is actually where i fit in that's what really made allowed me to make that shift of of hey i i I so checked off i i university was a bucket list item after i recognized that i'm actually not meant for for the the office job or whatever it may be right as I, as I left nursing and I finished my, my career in health sciences, finished my university degree in health sciences, right? I'm like, I can still learn from this experience. I've met some incredible people. I've done some incredible things because of that university experience, right? But I know where I belong is being my own boss, having that entrepreneurial spirit, that journey, and surround myself with other like-minded people.
2: Elizabeth. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time out of your very, very busy schedule to be here today on the Living the Law of Action show. I so, so appreciate it.
1: I'm so grateful for being here, Rob. This has been an amazing conversation. Thank you everyone so much for their, their questions and their comments. I, I feel the love and I will take on this feeling for the rest of my day and I hope I've inspired and and other people will also feel the love that we have in this show and in this conversation today.
2: Oh, you certainly did. That concludes this episode of the Living the Law of Action show. I invite you to do this so you can have that happily ever after. Take time to breathe. Decide, plan, act, and don't let fear stop you. Live a life of inspired action. You got this. I'm Rob Actus. Until next time.
1: Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review, and subscribe.